All right, let's do this. This is episode three of the Deep Dive with Victor Nieves. Today, we're going to be talking about a, a subject that may be considered slightly controversial by some people, and that is my support, my outright over-support of traditional gender roles. This topic was hand-selected by those of you who are my supporters over on Locals. Big thank you, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart. You all make this possible. Uh, you know, the quality of these podcasts is only going to continue to go up because of your support. I greatly appreciate that. And like I said, y'all get to pick the subject matter of each podcast. So today's podcast, just like every other podcast, always has been and, and always will be, Today's podcast subject was selected by the supporters over on Local. So big thank you to everybody. And uh, obviously, I also want to say thank you to everyone who made the prior two episodes of the Deep Dive podcast such a truly a smashing success. I didn't anticipate that we would be in the top 25% of all podcasts right out from the start. That blows my mind. That's, that's super awesome, super crazy. But let's dive into it. Let's dive into traditional gender roles immediately. Right off the bat, like like immediately, when you say traditional gender roles, a lot of people have this very negative, very, you know, just a, a nasty taste in their mouth just the second that they hear traditional gender roles because they have been so thoroughly vilified by the media, by entertainment, by different, you know, maybe movements like the third wave radical feminism that has, that has so vehemently fought against traditional gender roles, but I'm here to tell you that it's not a bad thing. It's really not a bad thing, and I firmly believe that the vast majority of people who stand in opposition to these traditional gender roles, traditional societal norms for men and women, I fully believe that they've never really truly experienced what that is supposed to look like. And today I want to dive into that. I want to talk about what it's actually supposed to look like under a system, in a world, a society that actually adhered at least a little bit, like at least just kind of adhered to traditional gender roles and, and why that's so much better than this modern gender theory crap. Because modern gender theory would have you to believe that male and female, what we view as man and woman, is nothing more than a societal norm. I mean, we can look back to thinkers like Simone de Beauvoir in the late 1940s that kind of pioneered this this new age thinking of, of men and women are different, right? And then we see this kind of piggybacking effect with third wave radical feminism of, of like female liberation and, and getting the women out of the house and that what makes you a strong and powerful woman is doing everything that men do, right? And it kind of forced women into a man's world. But when women left their world, we had this vacancy. We have this really crucial, important vacancy that should be filled by America's women. And, and we're seeing a world right now where it's topsy-turvy. It's undeniably backwards. And there are a lot of very unhappy women. Before I even dive into anything too far, I want to say this. There, there are tons of women right now who are between the ages of 35 and 45 who dedicated the absolute prime years of their life. They were lied to. 
They were they were lied to by the third wave feminist nonsense, and they they dedicated the first chunk of their life, like the most prime part of their life, to climbing the corporate ladder. They you, we see them now, by the way. They're, they're the dog moms. We've talked about this before in, in different avenues, whether it's radio or YouTube. We we've, we've talked about the phenomenon of the dog mom, the modern dog mom, which are just women that, you know, generally speaking here, if the shoe doesn't fit, don't wear it. But generally speaking, the dog mom idea is these women who dedicated their lives to climbing the corporate ladder, right? Smashing the invisible glass ceiling and, and doing everything that men could do, but doing it better, right? The third way you're, you're, I am woman, hear me roar, doing it better. But then all of a sudden they look around, right? They get to the top of that ladder that they've been climbing for so many years they look around and they realize that they're deeply in their core, they're, they're deeply unsatisfied. They're not fulfilled in their life because they haven't done their, now this might sound a little bit bad to some people, they haven't fulfilled their biological role, right? Their, their role as a woman. They haven't started a family. All they have to look back at and, and be proud of is a really nice 401k in a good position, a nice office with a, you know, you got out of the cubicle, you have your own real office now, but that's not fulfilling, that's not anything that's that's you know precious or, or or cherishable. That's that's something that is is truthfully garbage. That's all garbage, and a lot of people know that. So I think that they're also realizing in that time period of their life that they're uh, how do I put this lightly? Their age, their, their years where they can have offspring, right, are are dwindling away, if not gone. So they get a dog because they don't have a husband, they don't have kids, they don't have anything like that. So they, they get a dog, right? And you end up with this phenomenon of the dog mom. And it's been highly detrimental to, to women. It's been highly detrimental to society because those women, if they did, right, say they're not a dog mom, say that they're just women who did have kids, they completely ignored their, ch their, their children, their child, right? Sent them to be raised in a daycare, sent them off to the public school system to be thoroughly indoctrinated and turned into whatever form of an abomination that the school system wanted them to be. And they come back, these absolute ding-dong children that don't know their mom, they don't know their parents, they don't sit around and have conversations at the dining room table. And that's, that's part of the reason we're living in a society that's so stupid right now. And in addition to that, we have men who aren't fulfilling their role, not because women necessarily took it, but because they've been shamed. Men have been shamed. I personally know young men who won't hold the door for someone because they're afraid it might offend them, right? It may be seen as, as maybe patronizing, right? It may be seen as, as almost insulting. To, to be willing to be a gentleman, right? Chivalry is dead, only for some people. But, in you know, chivalry is not what it used to be. The idea that men would stick up for women and, and that, you know, blah, 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 blah. Chivalry is, is nothing like what it used to be. And that's a crying shame. That is, again, one of the casualties of modern gender theory. It's one of the casualties of a society that has broken away from the gender norms, the traditional gender roles that have been the building block of Western civilization, that men do man things and women do women things, right? We've seen it corrupted and we've seen the idea. Like I said, when, I, when most people hear traditional gender roles, at least most people in the mainstream, I know that a lot of the people listening to this podcast, may, it may not resonate with you, but a lot of people hear traditional gender roles and, and they immediately perceive it with a, this negative connotation, like that there's something bad about that. There's something oppressive about the idea of traditional gender roles, when in reality, the real problem isn't traditional gender roles. It's the corruption of our gender roles. It's the fact that they are no longer actually being implemented. 
So what's it actually supposed to look like, right? I, I talk about these gender roles and, and, and all of this kind of stuff and the importance of it, but what should that actually look like, right? For men to be men and women to be women. Well, first we have to understand that men and women are biologically different, right? We, we can even dive into the structure of the brain. There are certain areas of the brain where men and women are actually different, and it's not fair to assume that men will be as good at being women as women will be, right? Real, real ones, right? And it's also not fair to assume that women will be as good at being men as men will be. I mean, part of the biological differences, part of that divide, and the reason that we've always had these different roles, these different purposes that are fulfilled by men and women is because men are actually literally better at doing certain things than women are. And women are actually literally better at doing certain things than men are, right? There's nothing bad about accepting the natural differences that exist between men and women and just letting them properly fulfill those roles. Yet for some reason, people want to act like it's the boogeyman, like it's the worst thing that could possibly happen. So first, let me, let me talk to the men out there, right? I'm a man, so I, I, I really most fundamentally understand what it looks like to properly implement real masculinity, real male gender roles. And let me first and foremost say that that does not mean that men get to just bully around women, that, that men are superior to women. As I said, there are many, many, many things that women are much better than men at. They're more compassionate. They're more caring. They're more sympathetic. You name it. Women are much better dealing with children more often than not. I know there are some men out there who are really good with kids. Hats off to you. But more often than not, you will be overshadowed by a woman, right? If you go into a room and there's like a newborn child, watch the way that men deal with that newborn child and watch the way that women deal with a newborn child and then just watch which one the child favors. It's because the women are naturally better at that kind of that, that kind of thing. They're nicer, they're sweeter, they're this and that. But men, you having your roles does not mean that you are superior to women. And I think that that's where there's this societal disconnect of sorts is that it's this traditional gender role idea is painted in this in this light as if it's a bad thing because it's patriarchal because men are the the head of the household which they should be by the way from a biblical perspective from just a historical perspective men should be the head of the household among equals right two co-equals but the man is still the head of the household and when with regards to child rearing and all these different decisions and things of that nature there's a reason for this right there's an actual whether it's a biological reason you name it there are reasons for this but it doesn't mean that men are somehow the superior, that you can go and, and ragdoll your wife, you can bully her around, you can go backhander for not making a good meatloaf, right? That's not the way that this is supposed to be. And I think that that corrupted view, that corrupted perspective of what traditional gender roles is, I think that that's why a lot of people hate on it, right? But the real role of a man, the real role of masculinity in society is to be a protector, right? Men are to provide, they're to protect, they're to love their family to the extent that they would literally die. They would literally give up their life for their wife or kids. That is the role of a man, to be the provider. It goes back in time. I mean, you, you look back into the Neanderthal days, the men would go out and fight saber-tooth freaking tigers, put their life on the line, put everything on the line so that they could provide for, protect their family, right? If, if a rival gang of Neanderthal humans 
came to try and kill their wife and kids, guess who showed up to stop them? The man, right? The same thing rings true today, right? If, if you're in your house, you're a man, you know, you got a wife and kids, and you hear a knock on the door or somebody's walking through your house or, or whatever it may be in the middle of the night, there's a bump in the night, guess whose role it is? Guess whose job it is to go and stop that intruder? It's yours. You shouldn't expect your wife to do that. But by the way, the fact that you're the one who's going to go and try and stop that intruder, it doesn't make you better than her. It doesn't make you better than anyone else. And I think that the real reason that most people dislike, I mean, I've said it a million times, I'll say it a million and one. The reason people dislike the idea of gender roles is because they've never experienced them properly. They've never experienced that proper and healthy balance of men taking care of and providing for their families and women fulfilling their job as well, being the nurturing one, being the caring one, taking care of their children, raising the next generation. I've said this many, many times before that raising the next generation of children, I so vehemently hate the way that that is, is portrayed by the third wave feminist, by whatever you want to call it, whoever's responsible for this idea, that it is somehow not noble or honorable or respectable, that it's not some high title in society to be a mother, right? We've all heard people say, just a mom, to the extent that now people almost will say, well, I don't want to just be a mom. I don't want to be just a mom. Excuse me, just a mom, my butt, right? What, whatever happened to the honor of that? Whatever happened to the honor and the title of literally raising the next generation? That is one of the most important roles in society that humanity could ever have, right? I don't care about a 401k. I don't care about, you know, what, what vacation you might have had or how high up you climbed the corporate ladder. That's nothing. That's irrelevant in comparison to literally being the one who is there and caring for and nurturing and teaching the next generation of young people, of, of young men and women. And it, it really is a shame that we've seen that degraded. I think it's negatively impacted the, the livelihoods, the mental health, the well-being, the physical health of not just individuals, not just mothers, not just fathers, but the whole entire family has, has seen real negative implications of this degradation of what used to be a mom and what used to be a dad <clears throat> and this attempt to commingle the two and, and, and say that gender, oh no, there's nothing special about being a woman. There's nothing special about being a man, that, that those roles are interchangeable and they're nothing more than these vague you know societal norms that can be crushed and are completely irrelevant because men can do everything women can do and women can do everything that men can do. That's a load of crap. That's a horse, a, a big pile of horse doo-doo, right? We all know that that's not true. And we're living in a society that, that most people right now have never had a real true quality father figure in their life. And a lot of people have never had a real true quality mother figure in their life. And so very few people are familiar with what it's actually supposed to look like what gender roles are actually supposed to be. So we established that men should be providers. They should be loving, caring, noble providers who stand up for the little guy. They protect their wife and kids. They provide for their family, right? They put their neck out of line. We established that women fulfill that role as well. They fulfill the role of the mother. They're raising the family. And that doesn't mean that they're limited to that. That's not a just mother or just father. Absolutely not. A absolutely not. Right, you, you, it's so difficult 
for a family, a real family structure to stand when there is there is no balance there, right? Whenever the mother's not hurt, those roles aren't being fulfilled. Guess what? Listen, if you have a family that is so cold and hard-hearted and it's just very masculine and and there might not be that sympathy and the empathy and the caring, loving touch of a mother, it's going to have real negative side effects on that family. Or vice versa, if you have a family that is super, super nurturing, super, super, you know, empathetic and all that kind of stuff, but it doesn't have that strong backbone of a real father figure, there's going to be problems. And we see that. We, we see this played out with, with young people who grew up, unfortunately, right? I'm not blaming the young people, but people who grew up with no father figure or people who grew up with no mother figure. We all know that that has long-lasting real negative side effects. The the answer to all of this stuff isn't to further degrade and devalue and destroy the traditional norms that got us here, right? By the way, these are the what I'm advocating for is what allowed people to cross the Atlantic Ocean and colonize the new world. It's what allowed those people then later on, you know, their descendants to take the Oregon Trail and explore the West. It's what allowed people to go to freaking space. I mean, these are the kind of things that have governed and guided Western society since the beginning of time. Not just Western society. This can be found literally everywhere. It can be found even in a dang animal kingdom. That there are certain roles that are fulfilled, for good reason, by certain different people, by men and by women, by males and by females, because Let's be honest, they're better at different things. Why would you try and have men do something they're bad at? Why would you try to have women do something that they are bad at? Right? The problem arises whenever the men are trying to act like they're above, like they're better than, or when the women try to degrade the men for just trying to do their job, for just trying to actually fulfill those roles that they should be fulfilling. And listen, properly implemented gender roles, right? That's kind of the theme, the kind of the subject of this deep dive, that properly implemented gender roles, it doesn't have to be super, super obnoxiously rigid, right? In any aspect of life, in anything, you can get off in the ditch in either direction. You can have a society that is like beating men into a mold and beating women into a mold, and obviously that's not good, right? And truth be told, I think that that's part of the reason that we saw the pendulum swing, I think back in like the 1940s, the 1950s, around the time of these these feminist thinkers like Simone de Beauvoir that kind of pioneered this modern gender theory, I think part of that happened because there was a an imbalance, right? There was a bit of an imbalance that had started to happen where where there was an issue, right? We, we, we all have heard those old, you know, stereotypical stories of a, of a guy comes home from work and, and it's meat, meatloaf again and he beats his wife. That is not a proper implementation of gender roles. That's absolutely garbage. That is, in fact, like the polar opposite of the role of a man, right? The role of a man is to be a protector, not someone who's going to beat his wife over a burnt meatloaf or something of that nature, but there does need to be balance, right? It doesn't mean that that every girl needs to be wearing, you know, all pink with hoop earrings. I don't even know if that's what the traditional role or whatever the traditional image of a woman is. But that, you know, so it's not everybody's got to be a cookie cutter. Not everybody's got to be beaten into this obnoxious mold. But those do need to be the basic foundational pillars. That, yes, men are good at certain things. It doesn't mean that every man's got to be a freaking lumberjack. And it doesn't mean every woman's got to own a bakery or a daycare or something of that nature. But real proper implementation of gender roles is a fundamental understanding that, yes, 
Men are better at certain things. And yes, women are better at certain things, and that's not a bad thing. Listen, if, if women want to climb the corporate ladder, that's fine. They can do so. But we don't need to have this toxic idea that someone is just a mom, that it's somehow like a derogatory thing to be a freaking mother just because they chose not to climb that corporate ladder. I, I have extremely high regard for mothers, for women who are pursuing a family, right, who are building the next generation of children. And in fact, in my opinion, personally, I think that that is way more valuable. Like I've said, I think it's way more valuable than climbing the corporate ladder and, and shattering the glass ceiling and, and doing all of these kind of things, which, like I said, you know, whatever. If that's your thing, if that's what you want to do, then by all means, go for it, right? I wish you the best of luck. But there are certain things that men are actually better at doing than women. And it, it would be goofy to assume that women have to push themselves to, to fulfill the role of a man, to fulfill the shoes of a man. And it would be equally stupid, it'd be equally silly for men to assume that they need to fulfill the role of women or that they need to, to do something that they're biologically speaking not built for, right? That, that's just not their role. The perfect harmony will be found when men, basically speaking, act like men and women, basically speaking, act like women and we don't devalue and destroy and, and degrade people for, for you know, maybe not fitting that perfect cookie cutter mold or, or for maybe actually properly implementing their different gender roles. But to make a long story short and to kind of wrap this up at least a little bit, the pendulum swung probably in the 1930s, the 1940s, the pendulum swung too much Men had gone out over their skis. They were no longer fulfilling the role of protector. They became a little bit, probably a little bit patriarchal. They, they kind of damaged the balance, and as a result, the pendulum swung. <clears throat> it swung with the female empowerment and sexual liberation movements and this radical third-wave feminism and the idea that, that women didn't need to just be stuck in the home and they didn't need to be homemakers and, and blah, 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 blah. Well, it went too far, right? The pendulum almost always will swing too far. And now what I hope to see is, is a little bit of a balancing effect, right? I hope to see a little bit of those traditional norms return. Instead of this, the path we're on is, is a path to absolute insanity. It's a path to total destruction where we're going to see men. I mean, I've already seen this. We, we already see this where men are afraid to be men. And, and women who just want to be women are being demeaned and they're being they're being you know, societally spit on for just trying to be women. And that's a shame, right? What we need is a little bit of balance. We, we don't need to be out over our skis in one way or another. We, we don't need to be off in a ditch in one way or another. We need to find a little bit of balance. And I think that that balance will be found when men and women actually fulfill their different roles. Well, folks, that's all I got for you today. Again, we're a little bit under the 30 minutes, 22 and some change. Sue me, I don't care. But I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that uh, you know I articulated my stance on what I believe is the correct stance on gender roles and the need to be kind of to have a little bit of balance, but also for men to fulfill their roles and women to fulfill their roles. We can have a little bit of, we can have a little bit of, uh, you know, flexibility. It doesn't have to be hyper rigid. Not everybody has to be beaten into an identical mold. And like I said, not every woman needs to own a bakery and not every man needs to be a lumberjack. But if we still understand that, yes, women are better at some things. Yes, men are better at some things. And we actually lean into our own strengths rather than trying to destroy them and, and fulfill a role that was never ours to fulfill, I think society will be much, much better off for it. Well, folks, 
be sure to follow the podcast. Be sure to download it. Be sure to share it with anybody that you think needs to hear this message. Maybe you've got a, a crazy, you know, super <laughs> feminazi or, or super obnoxious, like super, I've got to be a macho lumberjack man that's off in, this, in, in, the, in the ditch one way or another. Send this, send this podcast to him. Recommend this podcast to him because, like I said, it's easy to get off in the ditch in one way or another. It's easy to take it too far in either direction, but we do need to maintain traditional gender roles. It's not a bad thing. Traditional gender roles have built Western society. They've built the entire freaking world, right? Since the dawn of time, they have worked very well. We're seeing them corrupted right now. That's not a good thing. That's not for the better. But anyways, folks, until next week, take care. God bless. Keep me in your prayers. Keep your country in your prayers. I will see you all next time.